people wherever you roam And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone For the times they are a-changing Welcome, average men and women. G'day. How the heck are you? Welcome to episode 113 uh, of the Average Man podcast. The times, they are a-changing, and they certainly, certainly are. That's what we're here to talk about today. I have a return guest, Dr. Matty Moore, who's a medical cannabis prescriber from down Dunsborough Way. He runs a clinic down there, very knowledgeable, very passionate about the space and the subject and what's going on. As I said, he's a return guest. Um, check out that previous podcast. I think that was Legalize It. And check, it out, check out this one and see what's developed over the last sort of um, eight, ten months. Um, where these things going in the future um, yeah, and hope, hope you get something out of it as I said very knowledgeable very passionate about what he's doing about his patients and um, really great chat it's a zoom chat so there's a little bit of dodgy audio here and there we drop out once or twice but that's sort of been mostly edited to clean it all up a little bit um, and it's still a great chat so um, yeah hope you guys enjoyed this one I really enjoyed doing it alright I'll get out of your way and get into the podcast peace okay cool all right, welcome to episode number 113, the Average Man Podcast with Dr. Matty Moore, our return, um, return guest today, and we are currently unnamed because I haven't hit you up for a, a song choice for the intro yet, which I'll, I'll get that off you later and slip the, um, the, the, uh, the name of this at the, at the beginning as a bit of an intro, but welcome back, mate. How are you going? Man, I'm good. It's great to be back with you. Um, since the last time we spoke, there's been a lot of big developments in the space. And man, in the world in general, it's a crazy place these days. But um, yeah, you know, hopefully you and your you and your family, your fans and your listeners are hanging in there and doing well. Yeah, mate, it's 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 a weird old time um, to be alive, um, but we're 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 healthy, mate, and you know we don't have too many things we can complain about. Although we like to complain <laughs> sometimes, but sometimes you have to. <laughs> uh, but no, in, in general, mate, things are going pretty good. And um, what about you? You had a, a good Christmas break. Did I had a great Christmas break? I had some time off. Spent a lot of time with my family and hit the beach. Did a little bit of uh, you know riding my bike and on my skateboard and other, you know, outdoor activities that keep me sane. So yeah, buddy, it was a good break. We had a, uh, a lovely time off and uh, hit the ground running when we got back. Yeah. Too easy. I was going to ask you about that. I noticed you get into a bit of mountain biking, eh? I do, man. There's some great tracks around here and man, I, I started riding in college and then um, got back into it when I lived up near Perth in the hills. And um, there's some great tracks up there. Really uh, got myself a good bike and, and got to know it and then came down to Margaret River quite a bit. And, you know, lo and behold, I'm living, you know, 20 minutes away from those amazing tracks. So I'm on my bike as much as possible. Yeah, you're sort of the Dunsborough area um, around there, aren't you? Yeah. That. That must get pretty busy through the festive season. That little town gets hammered these days, hey? 
dude, dude, it's nuts. Like we got hammered. Yeah. yeah. And then we, we actually had a, we had a bushfire, um, two, two days ago. And then, um, now just trying to, you know, sort out, uh, what's, what's going on. But luckily I don't think there's too many, um, devastated houses, lots of bush, but none of the major, you know, there's a lot of really nice houses around there. So, um, I think they protected it pretty well, luckily. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see this, this season. Hopefully, um, it doesn't get too much worse. Yeah. It was at the bunker Bay sort of area. There was a fire around, around there. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. That's gnarly. You guys had a bit of a hot summer, have you? That far down. I know Perth has had a few stonkers, but you guys got a little bit of that. Yeah, definitely. Well, definitely Perth has been, it's, you know, a few, few degrees, um, hotter, you know, even three hours North of here. It's funny. Um, so yeah, it was, it was warm. It's been warm, but not, you know, the winter was, was strange. It was wet. Um, you know, it just, it's just an odd year all around, man. Yeah. 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 Certainly has been, um, so did you guys stay around local around Dunsborough? Then you had your break down there. That's sort of where you guys stayed. You didn't get out and do any other um, exploring further south. I mean, there's not many many places you can go at the moment. We're, we're, we're state bound. Oh uh, so. yeah, we, we 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 stuck around here, buddy. There's plenty for our our family to do here. So yeah, we yeah we live about a block off, block off the beach, and um, you know there, there's a lot a lot of great things to do around the area. So yeah, we just stuck it at home. Yeah, nice man. Do you surf as well? Man, I I, I do surf, but I'm terrible. Like seriously, <laughs> you're um, like me then. <laughs> I, I make, I'm, I, I know exactly. I make a lot a lot of motion, but yeah. uh, don't actually get a whole lot. I don't know. I'm like a lead lead weight in the water. Yeah, I'm always in the wrong spot. Like I never read the lineup properly, but I give it a red hot crack. I've got the the stand up paddleboard these days, which makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, me too. Faster. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so last trip away would have been was it that in Broome? Then um, when uh, we were both in Broome the same time around October. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, couldn't couldn't, couldn't make that coffee. Yeah, it was um, man. We, we missed you. We were we were going to try and and hook up, but uh, you know, time got away from us. It's a lot of moving parts in your family and my family. So I yeah. was I was crushed to you know, to not get to see you, but we'll, we'll have to just meet up another time, my man. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Next time, um, I dare say end of the, the year, we'll be making a big, big trip down that way with the caravan and stuff like that and taking our time. So perhaps I'll be able to pop in and say good day. Yeah. Well, good. You, you holler at me. I'd love to, I'd love to get my hands on you. Cool, man. Cool. So, uh, let's yeah, get definitely. into some man, of the, me. I'd, lo- I'd love to shake hands. Let's say same, mate. Yeah, same. Let's get into uh, to some of the, the the business side of things. Um, how is how is business? Business is going well and strong, even though you know it's, a, it's sort of shaky times that we're operating in at the moment. Yeah, look, look. I think um, you know, I think the plant medicine space is certainly um, you know reducing stigma. Um, the more and more patients that have positive results you know, the more and more people hear about it, word of mouth, um, you know, we're, we're limited in our, our advertising and marketing because 
you know, mm-hmm. cannabis is a an unauthorized medication. So we have to be really careful there. But, you know, starting my own business, um, you know, getting to know people over the past couple of years and really um, taking it upon myself to educate as best I can in the right ways on social media and to my patients. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty busy. I'm, I'm fully booked, you know, for a couple of weeks in advance. We've been booked out since we opened doors. Um, people, it's been well received. The clinic is beautiful. It's, it's different. It's not sterile. It's not like you're any other doctor's office. It's, it's very neat. Um, you know, we got surfing and biking and skiing, snowboarding on, on the TV. There's a couch, you know, there's a big table for people to, uh, you know, communally get to know each other, say hello before their, their, um, their visits. So it's, it's different. It's not very anxiety provoking whatsoever. And that's really the point, certainly in these times when mental health is really, um, uh, breaking out, unfortunately in a major way, uh, you know, I I tried to do that as best I could and and soften things. And, um, you know, it's been well received. So yeah, business is, is very good. And, and, um, I love what I'm doing. I love my patients and it's a blast. I'm, I'm fully challenged every day and trying to, you know, to get myself educated and, and learn as much as I possibly can about what's going on worldwide with plant medicine. Yeah, it's not the kind of um, it's not the kind of game you're in where you, you could be in it and not have uh, a, a lot of love for what you're doing because I'm sure it's pretty intense and 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 the circumstances are continuously changing. So you've got to be up to speed on on what's happening in the space, what's shifting, what's coming up, the results of things that have mm. that have come to pass. Um, there's all sorts of stuff going on, new, and I'm sure now people are starting to pay more attention. There's more studies going on, so there's there's just new information continuously, which would keep you interested, but it's definitely, it's really great. And, and, you know, yeah, more and more, um, indications are, are getting the data that we need in order to really change, change minds, open people's minds to, you know, this much maligned medicine and, you know, generally plant medicine over and above, um, cannabis this year has really come to the forefront, and I'm and I'm speaking about, you know, uh, psych, psychedelics, um, you know, psilocybin, ketamine, MDMA, um, and and those other, you know, even LSD and those other medications that are really um, put put down and not being able to use now are coming back into favor because people are just sick and tired of the same old shit, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, that the the current medicines that really aren't there to fix anybody, they're there to keep the cycle going because they're a, they're a kind of money making machine. So there's these old, uh, the, the, a lot of the, the different psychedelics that were put down in the the um, late sixties, early seventies, and no one touched them research wise for 25, 30 years. And now that's really starting to take steam. Now that's such an interesting story that whole that whole thing with the um, the psychedelics and how they're using it now to to, to treat uh, mental health uh, among other things and really just the science that's starting to come out of there and such a low risk um, medicine to use specifically when you're talking about some of the side effects involved involved with traditional um, uh, you know pharmaceutical medical medicines we've been using for the last 20 30 years yeah absolutely it's really encouraging to see you know although this the preliminary studies are, are small sample sizes 
they're getting amazing results. And specifically with psilocybin, you know, that there's a head-to-head study um, over West um, with SSRIs, which is our first-line therapy for, um, you know, anxiety and depression. And within two to three sessions of assisted therapy, patients are, are well and compared to the normal first-line therapies, it's it's way better, way safer, less harmful, um, and less risky if it's done in the right way. So I think that, you know, people are paying attention and that they're going to try to duplicate those results with larger sample sizes, and here we go, off and running, you know? Yeah, it's so good to see it finally happening, and um, the more people find out about it, the more they can we can all help drive this thing forward because it's certainly not backed by big money um, by big money companies because there's not a, a huge amount of money to be made in it so it's it really needs to come down to the people getting information and demanding that we we look into it absolutely and and you know it starts with um you know sm- small studies intimate studies with you know highly trained um folks in in therapy with psychedelics and you know you you have multiple small studies like that that do uh, you know ha- that have the same results then people start paying attention and and it's happening and you're, you're right like um there's no big pharma involved in it you know because there's not money to be made in it yet <laughs> mm. i say that yet you 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 see recently um, Pfizer's put a whole lot of money into uh, cannabis. Um, it, it's only a matter of time. It's m- money drives the world. You know they'll they'll get into it. We're just we're just hoping that um, that doesn't take over. You know because yeah, it's well, it's patient it's patient focused medicine. That's number one. It's that's most important. It's the people. It's not the companies that produce the medicine. Yeah, well, at least they can't put a patent on um, marijuana and, and take it right out of people's hands. And, and dealing That's with true. plant medicines and the, and the psychedelics and, and in that realm, at least at the end of it, even if you don't have the desired effects with patients, you're not leaving people with an addiction at the end of the at the end of the treatment. You said it, buddy. And, and there, you know, there's lots um, to be said about risk and harm reduction. If you're if you're doing head to head comparisons, you're looking at, for instance, our you know, and I think we may have spoken about this last time, forgive me, but, you know, our, our veteran population who have a very high, you know, mental health, um, you know, comorbidities and uh, including PTSD, resistant anxiety, they, their first line, you know, docs have been reaching for benzodiazepines, Valium type medications, antipsychotics, you know, um, for chronic pain, opiates, and all that stuff is dependent, meaning mm. you can you can develop a, a, an addiction to it and doses escalate. And that's no quality of life whatsoever for the future of these patients. So, you know, it's, it was never meant to be that way. It was never meant mm. to be a long-term chronic medication. So medications that have, you know, low risk, um, high benefit, um, and less harm should be moved up that list yeah yeah there's really not a lot of reason to see why that they, they, they wouldn't be with the information that's starting to come out now which is exciting exciting times really for the space isn't it it is it, it really is like you know if you look at the statistics this year with with um plant medicine cannabis specifically 
um, you know, we went from 50,000 uh, SASB pathway approvals, which is our way of getting approved patients for medicinal cannabis. That went from 50,000 in 2020 to over 120,000 in, in, you know, 2021. So that's doubled, over doubled. We're approaching 200,000 patients through that pathway. There's 200 authorized prescribers like myself and who are notified. The notification to the government is a little bit different. And so, you can extrapolate that, you know, there's at least, you know, half, maybe half of those of that number. So you can add another maybe 100,000 patients um, through authorized prescribers. I don't know. That may be a, an exaggeration, but still there's a lot of people on medicinal cannabis um, and the approvals are just increasing by the month. Like we're over every month, we're over 12,000 patients approved to use it. Now there's going to be drop off and people that don't benefit. It's not for everybody. Um, but certainly is encouraging to have that other option. Yeah. And it seems like just general awareness is, is up so much more uh, over the last few years. You know, you, you speak to people at work, people in your family, you know, things like that. And, and, and a lot of specifically CBD, a lot of people know about and are keen to try CBD um, nowadays. And I think we spoke about this last time um, that the perhaps the uh, the money factor is the one thing holding people back from going really, really getting into that True. at the moment. And, and hopefully um, when they get some of those, because that's, that's legalized now, CBD, isn't it? But nothing's approved through the TGA. So it's not, not covered by Medicare. Is that sort of how they that sits at the moment? That's correct. What, what the TGA is waiting for is are the studies in order to say that it's safe and that we know what doses are safe and, and what, mm -hmm. what you know what's good for people. So once those preliminary studies are done, then um, the different medicinal cannabis companies will um, each have an over-the-counter medicine, but each one of those companies has to get those studies done first. And that's what's going on now. So, you know, we had a lot of patients at first when they heard about it going, hey, let's, you know, let's go get some CBD at the pharmacy. Then they show up and there's none to be had. So, um, hey, yeah, maybe, if Pfizer, maybe if Pfizer gets in the game, they'll be able to get it over the line pretty quick. They don't seem to have a problem doing that. <laughs> Oh man, hold, let's hold off on that. Let's let the little yeah. guy keep it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what, what sort of time frame do you think we're looking at? I mean, I think you, you said it was roughly about two years thereabouts. Yeah. That still seem like it's yeah. going to hold true. Another I, I eighteen think, months. I think or we've so. got about. I think we've got about a year left um, uh, of folks doing studies for the different indications. Um, so I would say within the next year. Um, we'd have some CBD products over the counter. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, man. Absolutely. That's cool. I think that's going to be good for a lot of people. And like I say, it's not for everybody, um, mm. but it's really there's not there's no uh, there's not really any harm for the people that's not for. They they try it out. Some people that, that they don't like they don't like the way it makes it feel, or it just doesn't really relieve this, the the what they're looking for it to relieve, and um, they move on. Yeah, CBD, you know, if you look at the cannabis medicine, CBD is pretty darn benign. Like you get most of your side effect profile from THC. CBD alone, I mean, like, like you said, just said, man, it, it, everybody, uh, should, in my opinion, should be in the water supply. I mean, this stuff is great. There's so many different <laughs> things that, you know, it, it can help with. And I'm joking, by the way, for the yeah, regular yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but but seriously, it's it's very benign. It's well tolerated and at lower doses. So yeah, um, I think it's a great a great medicine for those that qualify. Yeah, you're joking because you wouldn't put it in the water. You put it through the air conditioning systems. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, that 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 really is that really is great. That's such good news, um, and I'm excited to see that that's um, things are moving in the right direction. I think another thing we spoke about in that last podcast was this. Was it called the Drive Drive the Change Initiative, or it was about it was about it was, testing yeah. people? Yeah, was that what it was called? That's correct, man. It's the Drive Change campaign, and and um, you know that's. Uh, really picking up steam. Uh, I think that, um, you know, people are paying attention to that. The more and more patients that are on medicinal cannabis, um, you know, the more the spotlight's going to be shown on how unfair it is for them to be pulled over and get in trouble for their medication when they're actually taking it correctly. You know, um, it, it, there's a no tolerance policy. It's, it's, you know, yes or no. If you have THC in your system, while you drive, you get swabbed and picked up, you can have your license revoked. And that's just not fair. Even, yeah. even people that are trying to do the right thing. So yes, um, you know, as far as I know, it, it's in Victorian um, parliament. Currently, there's a lot of steam being gained. The campaign's increasing. People are paying attention. You know, more and more people that are, that are getting dinged by the police um, doing their job, that's fine. I mean, uh, the more um, people are aware how unfair it is. So, yeah, in, like anything, and just like medicinal cannabis as a subject, you know, people are talking about it. I get. I, I bet if you if you miked people in their uh, Christmas holiday dinner, you know, I guarantee you they were talking about cannabis. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people talking about it. So. Um, yeah, man, we're headed in the right direction for sure. Yeah, no, you're right. There's a, it is a, a, a mainstay in, in people's conversations these days and it's not something that you get funny looks for when you talk about it anymore, <laughs> which, you know, wasn't the case one, yeah. one point in time. So that that um, the the drive change, change the drive, the drive the change, whatever it was, was called, <laughs> terrible, um, is that going to be fought at a state-by-state state yeah. level then? Yeah, so each you have to each each state has to have a win, or is it can I, be federally passed? Yeah, I imagine so. Like if, yeah, sorry to interrupt you. Forgive me. Um, the these I think the process that's gonna that's that's gonna follow is you know one state if they pass it, others will will follow. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. And so once more states after the first state pass it, then I think federal legislation has got to pay attention, has got to change. So, um, yeah, I think the state level and local level first, and then, and then it's just going to gain momentum. Cool. Well, that's really good to hear. That's good to hear. So yeah, um, uh, awareness is up and, and you seem to be pretty damn active as well um i follow you on on, on insta um as well and, and you seem to be out there chatting to people doing some podcasts some sort of instagram live sort of sessions that sort of stuff um i'm, I'm sure there's not a whole lot going on in the way of face-to-face sort of uh, conferences type things at the moment there's there's not a lot of um mm. you know not nowhere to go at the at the minute but online specifically you're pretty active so that's that's um keeping you busy outside of your actual uh, office hours? 
It is, buddy. You know, I never, I never pictured myself as a social media personality or anybody, you know, nor did I ever want to be, you know, it just wasn't my game. I, you know, I try to stay, um, you know, to myself for, for the most part. And, uh, if you'd have told me five years ago that I would be on Instagram, you know, doing live videos and videos of myself, I would have laughed at you and spit out, you know, my water. But, um, I think, I think it's been super helpful for people because it's, they see that I'm, I'm just a regular average man like yourself, you know? Um, and you know, I do the same things that they do. And really, I think they can identify with that. You know, this guy skateboards, he, he, um, you know, he rides his bike and he's talking about cannabis, you know? Um, so that, I think that's important. So therefore destigmatizes the subject, you know, um, then, you know, word of mouth, follow people, follow, and people are, are just getting educated. This is the time for education and people, there's a lot of misinformation out there. People don't understand the plant. So breaking it down simply, you know, helping people understand that it's, it's not, um, you know, a counterculture drug, you know, it is a medication and it's been used that way for millennium. So yeah, it's been interesting to be, I guess, in the forefront uh, and on social media and doing that type of thing. But you know, I've really, I've really enjoyed it because it's given me, um, a lot of subject matter to talk about and, and commonalities to, to discuss with people who I ordinarily probably wouldn't have. So, um, yeah, it's been a blast. I would never have thought of it. Um, but you know, I've got a, a great, you know, my best friend and business partner who, who pushed me to kind of do that and say, Hey, look, this is where it's going you know, you, you need to be out here. And I'm like, dude, whatever. I'm not doing that shit. And then, um, here I am two years later, uh, with, you know, people listening to what I'm talking about. It's just, it's, it's funny, but important. No, it is. And you do a really great job of explaining things and you got, you're very knowledgeable. You speak really well. And, and I mean, in the, current times it's probably a great way you know it's really the best way to stay connected face-to-face interaction is always going to be king in my opinion but we don't always have that option and you can reach oh, far more people with with the social media and, and again especially now we can't move around freely so it's it, it, it helps to have this sort of medium and you get better at it as you go along you get more practice in you it takes a little while to get to get over the sound of your own voice when you hear it played back to you um you, you'll never love it but you get you learn to get over it and just figure out, okay, it's, it, it is what it is and, and get on with it. And I think another thing you said then about people um, seeing that you're an, out, you're an active outdoors person, they couple that with what you're talking about. Um, I think for me, one of the big things I've always noticed, and it's great to see the stigma slowly melting away. I think it's going to be one of the last things to go, but it's people linking marijuana and laziness together. The, the two they think just pair together naturally and it's not, necessarily the case at all i think um lazy people are going to be lazy people active people are going to be active people and in the sporting community specifically there's always been why that's that's how it's been done in other countries um i do i do like the way the tga is doing it because it's it's gathering data it's being safe um yes i think i think there is a place um, for recreational use. I mean, you you know, you compare it to all the other recreational drugs like alcohol. Um, I think head to head there, your, your risk and harm is much less. 
Um, yeah. but we've got to, we've got to prove that my friend, you know what I mean? So I do think, I do think that that's in the cards at some point in the future. Um, I think the government knows that they're probably preparing for that behind the scenes. Um, but they've got to do it in the right way. So, um, what, what timing, what time frame that's going to be, I don't actually know. I, I could take a guess. I'd say within, you know, five years, five to 10, it's hard to say I'm not in the know. What I'm doing is, um, just trying to move the space forward and help people with giving them an alternative if they qualify for it. And, and once that's proven and safe, then I think they'll open up the door for other potential uses. Yeah, and I can swallow that um, as a as a, um, a, a sort of an idea that they want to get get things, make sure things are safe first, and go down the right pathway, and have things you know the studies done, and make sure it's all proven. That's fair enough. And as, as long as they have, which they do now, they have the door open for that those things to be you know to be proven to them, which you know, obviously it wasn't before. So you're on the right track. We may be 20 years behind the ball, but it's it's um it's it's things are finally starting to happen, and that's and that's fair enough. And I think that you're right. We are we are going to get there um, eventually. So. As far as with um, legislation moving forward, do you think the, the current narrative, like the, the COVID situation has slowed things down at all? Has there been any quantifiable uh, impact on, on the way the, the space is moving or really it's, it's just done its own thing uh, parallel to, to what's going on, on the, in the rest of the world stage? Absolutely. Well, we've gone. I've nearly lost you there. So, do you think there has been there not has only been... black market cannabis use has increased, but also we've we've okay. So, what what um what I was saying is that you know, with COVID, we see statistically that not only black market cannabis use has increased, but also medicinally. And another really interesting statistic that we've seen over the last um, few months is flour, which I prescribe and, you know, some, some cannabis or plant medicine doctors do, that's become 40% of our cannabis prescriptions. So that goes to show you that um, people are using cannabis um, differently during COVID, uh, whether or not this continues um, at the at the same percentage in the future, but it just goes to show you that people are unable to um, socialize. They're unable to go to their doctor. They're unable to go to the movie. They're unable to do those things that that give people um, the, the the clarity, the their their symptom relief. So they've turned to another medicine. So yeah, it's it's really interesting to see that. I, it surprised me um, to look back at my statistics and my prescribing and see that it parallels that. I'm like, oh wow, that's true. Um, so that's kind of why I've um, increased my education on on vaping versus smoking, um, which is much healthier. Um, you're not getting the the tars, the toxins, the um, you know the carcinogens um, with with smoking you do because you're burning the plant you're actually combusting it and with vaping you're just heating it up and and using those cannabinoids at those certain temperatures so yeah i think covid's brought on some a very interesting perspective on cannabis 
Yeah, well, that's that's an interesting little. I didn't didn't expect that. Interesting correlation there. Mm. Um, I wanted to ask you. I'm not sure if you know much about this, or if it's outside of what your where your interest lies, or maybe you just know just by being in the the the, the um, space that you're in. But where does the Australian mm. where does Australian law stand currently with hemp? Because for a long time that the baby was thrown out with the bathwater as far as hemp was concerned, which is really hard to explain um, why, uh, uh, you know, very low um, <laughs> psychoactive drug, you know, very, very low doses of THC in, in hemp, you, you really can't use it to, to smoke to get high, and uh, why that had been illegal along with, with marijuana, cannabis for, for so long. Um, I'm not sure where we stand at the moment. Is that still illegal currently in, in Australia or restricted or prohibited or how, is that, how does that stand? Do you know? So we dropped out for a few minutes there. I think I've got terrible internet on my end uh, up here in Port Hedland. So, and the old the old laptop I'm using probably isn't helping the situation at all. I've actually just ordered a brand new MacBook, which should be here next week sometime. Um, I'm looking at a cracked screen at the moment, which I accidentally um, damaged the other day, but it gave me an excuse to finally go out and buy. <laughs> Yeah, there's a crack right down the middle of your, your head there. I wasn't sure if the camera on it was going to work. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've got a new laptop coming. It gave me the excuse to go out and get that sorted. So that's fine. Um, and we'll Good just... Good for you, buddy. We, are, we always love love new um, new gadgets, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for a while, so it was, it was about time. I can't upload GoPro footage to this thing. So it's a bit of a dinosaur, 2016, I think it is, so... But we're back on. I was I was asking about hemp and and, and what you knew about hemp, if you knew much, uh, uh, just by proxy, and where Australian law stands with that at the moment. Sure. Um, look, I th- I think that is going to be um, acceptable and growing in a exponential way here pretty soon. Certainly in WA. Now, the, I don't know if you've heard of, you know, the legalized cannabis party. Um, but Dr. Brian Walker and his compadre have started a, um, a new committee and in, in the, uh, you know, the parliament here, this committee is investigating all things cannabis, including hemp. And, you know, there's a lot of that going on, certainly, um, down here, licenses are getting, uh, you know, issued. And I think you'll see a lot more hemp farms, um, certainly within the next year or two, um, because, you know, as you know, that the textile is enormous and the potential for, you know, our country to um, decrease, you know, the carbon footprint. And th- there's just so many ways in which hemp can be an answer um, to plastic and all that. So I'm not telling you anything you don't know, brother, but like Br- Brian Walker is instrumental in that. I think his his party will get things done for WA for sure. And I think, again, if you change things on a local level, people nationally pay attention. So um, as far as the legality, yes, you've got to have certifications in order to do it. Um, but those are, uh, those are, are easy, pretty easy to get if you, if you know what you're doing and you've got the right land and all, and all that's, you know, there's, there's probably regulate, regulate, regulatory people that come and check it out. I don't know specifically, but I think, um, things are moving in the right direction as far as hemp in WA. Yeah. 
That's really exciting. I was just listening to Dr. Brian Walker on the Canter podcast recently, actually, and um, they were talking about about the use of um, you know hemp for 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 even for um, existing um, crops and farming and using that to, uh, to so you can move crops around from year to year because the soil mm. soil condition is improved by hemp and such a multifaceted uh, profitable. Um, yeah, yeah, plant that so, so many good things can come out of it, like you, like the things you just listed there, and, and a massive one that people should be paying attention to is hemp plastic. You know, um, we don't have to completely abort plastic. We can move to a really easy to grow, fast growing, sustainable crop, um, and it's just going to be hugely profitable for for those people that need that extra that extra boost. And and there's really there's it's really one of those things with no downside. There's no downside to to growing lots of hemp, hemp and using it. Yeah, so that's that's exciting. There's not because look, you look at you look at um, Chernobyl and the nuclear event there. They they used hemp in order to absorb radiation from the soil. Yeah, like, right. It it's highly absorbent and and yeah, and it's it's a a crop that um, it, it is it can rotate in your fields. Um, and really kind of purify the soil. I mean, that's just one thing. And, and that's yeah. amazing to me. Yeah, it's one of those things when you start listing off the uses for hemp, it's this, it sounds like you're just, you're bullshitting. It's like a, a miracle. I know it's, product. it's uncanny. <laughs> it, it is. Mm. So and, and 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 it's really good for those. It's not like it's a second rate uh, material that, that you can use. It's actually really good for those uses as well. It's 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 one of the best things you can use. Like the clothes you make from hemp, they last so much longer than cotton. You know, I'm sure that this cotton has other advantages, but for durability, you know, specifically in that in that sense, it's it's great, man. It's such a such an awesome plant. It is. It's an amazing plant, and I, I think. We're, we're going to be seeing a lot more hemp farms in WA here within the next year or two. A lot. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize so that's things really, were. That's really good. Yeah, I didn't realize things were sort of moving at that that rate as far as hemp is concerned. That's that's really good. That's always so frustrating to me when, um, you know, back in the dark ages, you know, ten years ago, and 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 hemp was just thrown in the same basket, and, we, and it was illegal. You just think this is just madness. It's madness, but I'm glad that that's that's being it rectified. It's ludicrous, now. absolutely yeah. ludicrous. Yeah, mm. um, yeah, Dr. Brian Walker. So I, I don't quite understand what uh, they, they said on the podcast him, himself, and um, I can't remember the lady's name off the top of my head. But they're the first two elected cannabis I know. I party. So bad, I, I always forget her name. <laughs> Um, but they're the first two elected cannabis party politicians in the world. What does that mean? I don't understand what that means. Uh, surely there's Sophia, Sophia Mertmond. There we go. Sorry, Sophia. Yes. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Thank you for that. Sophia, for, forgive us for forgetting <laughs> your name. Um, look, look, I think, I think what that means is, is there hasn't been a, um, a minister who has run on a platform based on cannabis. I don't think so. Um, and that's what they did. They ran strictly on cannabis and hemp and won. So yeah. um, I think they're taking full advantage and really doing a wonderful job at shining the spotlight on the good of cannabis as a plant. Yeah. 
Oh, that's really, that's cool. That's exciting. Yeah. So, okay. That clarifies a little bit more. I didn't quite understand what that meant by the first two elected cannabis party politicians. So I thought mm-hmm. that, you know, there's obviously cannabis parties all, um, all around the place and obviously the state of things in the U S and Canada at the moment, I thought that they must've already um, happened, but that makes a bit more sense. Now that you, you clarified that for me. Um, look, man, it's, <clears throat> it's a super exciting time to be alive. As far as this, this whole space goes uh, is is one thing. Uh, in general, I'm just so happy to see all this happening in my lifetime, um, uh, and it's kind of like another big uh, pinpoint in history that we're going to be around for. We have been uh, I've been alive for the emergence of the the information age, the age of information, which is so cool um, to see the internet come mm. around in my lifetime. Mobile phones went from something that you know it wasn't very practical to everybody's got in their pocket. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Attached to a briefcase, you know. It was just a flex to have one at one point, point in time. time. And, and the way that in, the technology is just just exponentially um, gaining uh, traction and speed and, this, it, it's, and obviously there'll be AI creating more technology at an even faster rate soon. Like it's such a, such a crazy and cool time to be alive and this is another thing that falls into that, that category. So super excited. Um, as much as I've been on a little bit of a downer the last, you know, with the, the way things are in the world, the last 18 months, two years, it's, you know, um, in general, we're in a really good time and, and I'm, I'm hopefully moving forward from, from this whole pandemic state of affairs. I'm hoping that that's um, that the light's at the end of the tunnel there as far as getting things back to some sort of normalcy. Well, you're right, brother. I mean, we got We have to latch on and grab on to the positives in this time, you know, mm. love each other, be more kind, um, you know, and be open-minded. The, the, the age, you know, of, of, you know, cutting each other down and, you know, in order to get ahead, I hope is, is a thing of the past. You know, I hope that's what this teaches us is that we, at the very baseline level, we're, we're all in this shit together. Mm. And, um, you know, you're right. We have to hold on to the, the positives in and around us because it's too damn easy to get, um, influenced by all the negative because it's all around us it's 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 permeating so yeah the fact um and i and i do that myself is is holding on to what i'm doing tightly because i get so much out of it you know it's it's a joy to finally see people um smile again and you know pat, pat each other on the back and you know family members come in and say, look, you, you know, you've changed not only my family member's life, but our whole family. And that's, that's worth it. That's so valuable to me. That's why I do what I do. Um, I love people. I love relationships. Um, and man, we just got to get back to treating each other like brothers, you know? And I think that's the one thing that we need to learn, you know, from this. Um, from this really yeah yeah you're, you're right and there's a couple of things in there i think as great as we've said as social media can be as a tool it's we're just as uh, as a as a as a species learning how to use it 
correctly you know um we're, we're like a toddler with a new toy <laughs> and and it's there's there's a lot of disconnection that can go on um through the internet um we just got disconnected before <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of disconnection that can go on when you when you're not sitting in front of people you know um especially when it's just on the old keyboard yeah. um and a lot of a lot of hate can come out and and, and you know sort of uh um you know the, the the troll sort of mentality can be very alluring to people when when there's no um, direct consequence you're not sitting in front of somebody and saying that you just hurt their feeling i think totally we'll get better it. at that as time goes on mm-hmm. and even though i think right now there may be specifically a heightened sense of of the other uh, othering other people because of the 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 dynamics we've got going on with politics and government and the pandemic and everything at the moment i'm trying to skate around that a little bit because i don't want to get tied down talking about specifics um but you know there's a lot of othering of other people at the moment on one hand but i think that for a lot of people myself definitely that's just pointing out that for me personally i need to try uh harder not to do that we we are uh, as people need to try and stick together and respect other people's decisions and their choices and if we want things to move forward and things to get better and policies to, to be driven, we have to be the driving force because the the governments and the powers that be are not aren't just going to do things that we want for our lives without us us getting together and saying, hey, we want this to happen. And that comes back to the cannabis thing. That comes back to legalising of, 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 mar- of medicinal marijuana, cannabis uh, and, and, and the hemp and all those sorts of things that the driving force has to be people standing together and not squabbling with each other because nothing gets done. Things don't just get done when we're all throwing rocks at each other. So there's, 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 um, yeah, absolutely. There's a good strong initiative there to, to be kind to each other and work with each other. We just need to figure out the whole, the whole yeah, working with each other on a larger scale. Yeah. There's, there's, there's enough division for sure. I mean, you know, uh, it's really, it's really hard for, you know, I do this every day in, in clinic and talk, talk about COVID and exemptions and, you know, what, what should I do doc? What do you think about this? You know, um, what are your stances? Are you immunized? And, you know, it, it is, it's a tough thing to talk about because what, you know, once it's mentioned, it, it can, it, it can divide. And Um, that's not what we need right now. I mean, I'm, I'm all about, uh, civil liberties by the voters and, um, yeah, more and more people, uh, not able to, to, um, you know, take a stand in an ocean. So, um, you know, stay in touch with your voice you know, being kind to one another and having some compassion. That's, that's, that's the, the key, I think. Yep. Yep. Some compassion and, and, and some and respect for other people's, other people's decisions as well. I think, you know, um, whatever it is, whether it's, whether it's to do with marijuana or it's to do with the, the whole vaccination situation, I think that people, you know, should, should be able to have some sovereignty over their, um, you know, what they, what they do with their own body. Um, really, I think they should have ultimate sovereignty over what they do with their own body. And and, and whatever that is, if, even if it's against your own beliefs, you know, that's what they've chosen to do with the information they've got. Yeah. So, mate, um, my, I'm having some 
some Agreed. more technical di- difficulties on my end here, um, slowing down and, and pausing and whatnot. I think I've just got some. We don't have five G up here in Port Hedland yet. We're still one. We're, I've got four G on the phone and, and not the greatest broadband, so it's, it's obviously struggling a little bit this time of night. But um, sure. is there anything else that you wanted to add specifically? We haven't covered tonight. Have you missed anything? Is there something that that you wanted to hit? Uh, yeah, specifically. Man, no, I think I think we've hit a lot of of you know kind of the updates in plant medicine over the last year. Um, you know, we we touched on hemp. We touched on covid you know briefly um you know that that is a pretty sensitive subject and yourself golden rule um respect people's decisions um it's okay to have a different opinion um about things whether it's plants you know whether it's medicines whether it's um religion you know whether it's immunizations um i think think love, love and forgiveness is what powers the planet let's not forgive about forget about that yeah no well 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 said and um it's funny because i've um as a younger man i was probably very uh used to get very upset about defending my own ideas and uh, as i've got uh, gotten older i've noticed so much especially now with when talking about things like the cannabis um um, situation or specifically talking about the, the COVID situation, the different sides of the fence there. If you take a step back, something that can be uh, an, an abrupt sort of uh, confrontational um, uh, interaction, if you're willing to sit back and just put, be cool and listen to the other person's point of view, they generally calm down pretty quickly and you can sit there. And I've had some really good conversations with people who have a completely different um, opinion and idea uh, from me. And they've told me something that I, you know, another point or looked at from a, from a way that I hadn't looked at it before. And, and, and I'm sure I've given them uh, another way to look at things as well. And, and, you know, if we can't cross pollinate ideas, you're living in a, an echo chamber um, and you're only hearing the things you want to hear and you're getting your own sort of biases um, thrown back at you. It's, it's not really, you're not learning anything. We're not getting anywhere. So it definitely, well, you want to talk to people with, with completely different ideas to you as well as, you know, um, find yourself a good fellowship of people who, who, who are into the same things as you and, and um, yeah, try and move it all forward and have a good time together and be nice to each other. Definitely, man. I, I preach it, brother. Preach it. I'm in. Too good, man. Look, um, I really appreciate your time again, mate. Um, I'll keep following you on Insta. I love what you're doing. Um, uh, I, hope, I hope we will have the, the face-to-face um, catch up, shake hands, have a, have a beer together one one time. And in, in the meantime, I'll just keep in touch, keep following what you're doing. And um, again, I'm sure we'll do this again down the track, mate, when there's uh, some, some, some more things to talk about. Um, I really love having you on. And, um, yeah, I've appreciated your time, mate. Really, thanks. Thanks for coming on again. Man, man, I, I, love, I love being here, buddy. Much love. Um, you know, it, it's a pleasure to be able to talk about the things and, and have the platform. So I really appreciate that. And I can't wait to, um, you know, shake hands with you and, and um, you know, share some actual FaceTime. Yeah, um, that's going to be a highlight of my year. Too easy, man. Thank you very much. I'll shoot you through a message after this and, and get some song choices off so I can put a, a little intro on the beginning of this one and, and get it up and published over the next day or so. So appreciate that you, man. Sounds good, brother. Much love. Thanks, dude. You take, take it easy. Take care.
Cheers, yeah, man. Bro. Okay. See ya. Cheers.